I'm using the washing machine, which I obviously know how to use. And my dad's worried that somehow I'm going to break it or something. So he comes over to show me how to use it. And as he's showing me, he's just eating cheese in my face, dude. He's reaching over me to grab the knob and eating cheese in my face. I'm like, dude, are you serious? I'm like, dude, take a hike. I think I said take a hike. And I said, get lost. He goes, oh, and, uh, and then it became this thing. And I then I felt bad about it later. But bro, so why are you eating cheese in my what face? What kind of cheese is he like eating? Like Parmesan cheese, like the cubes. <laughs> Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. I'm Julio Gallarotti, joined by Francis C.C. Ellis. Say moi. Say <laughs> moi. What's up, bro? Hey, dude. What's happening? What's happening? Dude, okay, so I don't know if you guys have been watching White Lotus. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of fun. Um, and yeah. Dude, it's fucking insane. Um, that song's insane. Anyway, right. I've been enjoying it, and something interesting happened. Do you what? skip the intro? Uh, yeah, usually. Interesting, because somebody no. made the point to me last night that he was he was he was watching it with his roommate, and he was about to skip it, and his roommate goes, "Don't skip it. Leave it. It sets the mood." <laughs> you know what? We've coincidentally been leaving it. Uh, but if I and then I was like oh, I should have skipped it I've actually though been thinking and it is a very good intro sets the mood and yeah. it's also fun when it like very quickly devolves into all this like scandalous sex imagery yeah yeah it starts with that blowjob on the beach mm-hmm. and turns into like animals banging each other I don't know um, but <laughs> I don't want to ruin the show for anybody if you haven't watched it uh, so I'm not going to but there is a scenario in the show where somebody gets caught doing something and it sparked a discussion in my relationship where it was like, what do you, and I'm like, ah, he could have handled that better uh, to avoid a, oh, yeah. a problem. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And I feel bad. Listen, here's the deal. Okay. We're going to talk about this. If you haven't seen White Lotus and you're not caught up, I would say. Fast forward five minutes. Fast forward three to five minutes. Yeah. To skip spoilers, go to 1315. Um. We're going to now, now let's talk openly. Yeah. Cause it. It, we're, this is about episode five. Uh-huh. So by the time this, this episode comes out, there will have been, a, you will have had time to catch up. If you don't watch the show at all, you, this won't matter by the time you get to yeah. this point. I have like, can I have like a couple minutes just to put my AirPods in? I don't want to hear. Them. Oh, Ryan's Ryan. not caught up. <laughs> do you want, Ryan, do you want to take a lap? <laughs> oh, go to the bathroom? Yeah. Go, go to the take bathroom. A lap. I can't listen to this. Go get some snacks. Fucking loser. Go get some snacks. <laughs> oh go find some dark chocolate with no milk in it. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> Goddamn goat. I'll text you when they're done. Ryan, go enjoy yourself. Don't, don't worry about Francis's scorn. He's being rude. <laughs> Um, dude. Now that it's just us. Do you, do you watch the show? No. But you don't have an interest to? I maybe I'll will one day, but I'm not gonna remember. It's not gonna bother you. Yeah. All right. Solid. Um, I respect what Ryan just did. To skip spoilers, go to thirteen fifteen. Yeah. That's, um. Okay. So basically, <laughs> left the room. All right. Why don't you're good at recapping this kind of show? So basically, uh, Aubrey Plaza's boyfriend, uh, the very cut, handsome-ish tech Asian guy. I think is he? Yeah, I'm, it's unclear to me. He looks like he's at least part Asian. Yeah, um, he may not be. You know, he's he's a uh, in the room when um, the guy from Divergent has sex with the prostitute, and uh, the next day Aubrey Plaza finds a condom wrapper in the couch. And my, this is also important. One of the other prostitutes kisses him. He sort of like doesn't, he like sort of doesn't kiss her back, but he kind of does. And then he's like, oh my God, this is fucked up. I can't believe I'm doing this. Doesn't do it. Ultimately, never intends to say anything to the girlfriend, Mm -hmm. which is a whole separate. I mean, I guess we'll have to talk about that eventually. But so then she, a couple days later, she's asked him what they had done. He kind of told her already. She finds the condom wrapper and then asks him a few more times, gives him a chance. Yeah. And he never says anything. And eventually she like puts it on the counter. And he finds it, and then they have a discussion about it. Yeah. And uh, basically, he's like, yeah, I didn't tell you because I didn't want to throw him under the bus because they're with their couple friends. Yeah. He's like, I didn't really do anything, which is like not fully true. And he's like, and then he starts being like, you should be happy. And it starts to feel like a very gaslighty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, okay. 
I do think he didn't do anything. Yeah. When a woman like that, you know, he's super fucked up, right? The woman kisses him and he's like, he shakes his head. He he kind of kisses her back for a second, but he does shake his head. He doesn't turn his head away, right? Yeah. But he 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 snuffs it out at most a second later than he should. Right. So I I, I think you could argue, why are there... If they're in his room, too. Why are you in our room with prostitutes? Sweetie? Agreed. Agreed. Listen, the, the, the perfect game that he could have pitched is, you know, oh, we're walking back upstairs to the room with these two sex workers. I don't want to do this in my room. Give me the key to your room or like, I'm going to go sleep on the beach. I'm out. This is getting problematic. Yeah. No. So, but, but why? No, it shouldn't be. Give me the key to your room. It to his buddy's room. Do it room. in your room. Oh. Go to your room. If you want to do yeah, this. but maybe at that point, like things are just moving in that direction. You know, this is a train that he has no control over anymore. That's because yeah. he's powerless. Is is the way that his character is depicted? But he shouldn't be because he's the like he's the successful one of the two. And... Yeah, but the whole point I think here is that this other guy is just like bullying him around and big dicking him and all he's that. He's trying, but he's trying to, but he can't. Like he's trying to like make take this guy's perfect train and knock it off the track because it's bothering him how successful and like with it this guy is it's very hard for me not to say get it up get it up get it up let's go when you're like take that <laughs> yeah, perfect train knock track. it off <laughs> you could get with this or you could get with that yeah um dude so yeah so basically that's where and so yeah. i started i like almost got into an argument not quite but well his what i was gonna say is that his mis- him saying you should be happy for me the, the second he said that that's when i was like Whoever wrote this scene, that that was to me a, a red herring line, where I was, was that like, mean again? "I think it's like something that stands out that shouldn't." Oh, oh, oh! I could be wrong. Um, it was. We uh, already we already used this, and I think I've used it wrong this time. Uh, yeah, you used it right last time. Um, it's like something that means it's me. Red herring. Uh, wish we had fucking Ryan in here. <laughs> yeah, I think that at the end of the day, the the moral of the story is like you want to prevent being in that environment to begin with. Yeah. You and I have talked about this a little bit. Just like as a general rule of thumb, to keep yourself out of trouble, you need to not be in a situation that could be troublesome. Yeah. A red herring is something that misleads or distracts from a relevant or important question. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not right. Uh, in this He's flipping usage, it around right? on her. Yeah. But yeah, like you don't want to be in a situation where you need to turn your head to figure you don't want to put yourself in that position in a perfect world. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. Uh so it requires some sort of awareness at all. So times. what was your argument about? So I think I was like, oh, like he he should have I think I said he should have just told her what happened because you know, th- theoretically, he can leave out the her kissing him thing. And tell the entire story and be completely fine. But the problem is then she gets she's fucking pissed off for the rest of the trip. So like I guess you can't do that. I don't know. No, I forget what I said. Because then now I don't agree with what I said if that's what um, I said. I don't know. I mean this Why is, is there a, a condom wrapper in your room? Like you can't You have to you, explain what happened. You should tell she needs to be told eventually. But I understand the impulse to not want to tell during the trip because then she's going to do what she then proceeds to do for the rest of the trip, which is to be a a problem. Yeah. Be a troublemaker. It's funny. Him saying you should be, him saying you should be happy for me is a classic. It's a classic summary of, of a, I think a, a very myopic male point of view where it, it, it would be easy to say, you know, regardless of whether he'd been completely honest in that situation and said the second she got home, Hey, I need to tell you something. This is what happened last night. She's never going to be like, I'm really grateful that you told me. Yeah. I'm really glad you were honest with me. You don't get credit for that. But I will say this. If, if they went back to the other room and I don't know how she would have found out if they went back to the other room, but if they went back to the other room, and like, I think you actually put yourself in a position where if you don't, if they go back to the other room, you don't join, you go back to your room. I don't, th- I think telling you can do that without having any problems for yourself, well, but it still yeah. fucks up the group dynamic. Yeah. That's, I mean, Hey, 
uh, last night, the other guy that we were with brought two prostitutes right. home. And I went to bed in our room. You don't even need to share that with her. You don't. You don't need like that's just like I want credit for my good behavior. Right, and this way, yeah, you in that situation, you want to put yourself in a position where you can tell her what happened, or sorry, where you don't need to tell her what happened. So this way, you don't have to throw your boy under the bus, who's a, who's being a dirtbag. Yeah, that's none of your business at this point. And this way, you haven't violated anything with you and your girl. Anyway, I think we, we started having a discussion about these different things, and I, I forget what I said specifically. But she's she's like. Oh, so you think you could just bring, you know, sex like workers back to our room when I'm away for one night on vacation? That would be fine. That would be okay. I'm like, okay, I guess you're right. Maybe that wouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not good. Uh, but it's interesting. It was interesting to like have a discussion and to we both reminded ourselves a couple times where it's like, okay, this is not a real scenario uh-huh. in our relationship, uh-huh. so we don't need to argue about it. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting. It is a brilliant show. It's good, and it has gotten. As as season one did, it gets deeper and deeper. The character development in each episode adds... It's like he's painting pictures of these people, and we start with a rough sketch, and with each episode, we get more color, we get a better sense of them, and we start to understand... it. They don't... Season one, we didn't understand how they were related to each other in terms of their fate. Yeah. Until basically like the second to last episode of the last episode. All right. Um, and he's doing the same thing here. He's setting that, us up for something. Yeah. Where the, the crossover begins like later on. Yeah. yeah where yeah, the, yeah. the murder, because we learn in the first episode, just as we did yep. in this season, Somebody's that there's dead. a murder. Yeah. And we have no idea who it is. But the murder. Well, is, we, somebody's dead. Do we know that it's a murder? It's a good point. I don't know. Uh. No, we don't necessarily know that it's a murder, but, but we, we, there's somebody's been killed. And we don't know. We don't find out. And, you know, in season one, do you remember how that murder happened? Yeah. And it was like all we didn't know who it was yeah, going to be. Misleading. But finally, it was like, oh, all of these things were leading to this moment. Totally. Brilliant. Did he get caught for doing it? Who? The murderer. Well, it was an accident. I know. Okay. So, and oh, since it, he was it, flying yeah. home, you have to presume that it was, it was fine. Yeah. He didn't get in trouble for it. Yeah, and also it's funny, dude. The way that they've been able to have certain theme through lines, even though for the most part it's a completely different cast, um, has been fun. Including speaking of going deeper, we're progressively getting deeper into people's asses and having these yeah wonderful reveal moments. Yeah. Uh, that, that are both shocking and exciting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, oh shit, dude. Yeah. That was some good fucking pipage. It was some good pipage. I was like, damn, yeah. bro. Yeah. I was like, do your thing, bro. That's the sort of portrayal where you learn something. <laughs> yeah. You're like, damn, you're like, that oh, is. That's how that's done. That is great execution. Yeah. That's yeah. Some great pumping. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. What do you. Okay. Let's we move off White Ryan Lotus. Back in here. Yeah. Let's let's get Ryan. Let Ryan know he can come back in. I let him know. Okay, good. Thank you, Chris. Okay, dude. So speak. Okay, White Lotus. Speaking of which, my dad, dude. I had the classic boomer millennial conversation regarding HBO password. Oh. So first of all, I don't. I don't think I even have an HBO account. So I I logged into my Apple TV Plus for them, so that they could use it. Yeah. Which is sort of the reverse. Which is good. You know, rewriting the narrative. Um. So. For some reason, they don't understand that Apple TV Plus and Apple TV are different entities, which mm. I get. That is, I understand why that's confusing. Yes. So they're like, so we have Apple TV. And I'm like, yes. So does that mean that now we get all of the stuff? And it's like, no. Apple TV Plus is a specific subscription service that is separate from the physical Apple TV that hosts all the different... By the time I'm doing this, they have no fucking idea what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> they're like, what? <laughs> so, dude, listen to how insane this conversation... How, how, my poor dad. I mean, bro. And my dad. Are you sharing this via text? Yes. All of this? No, 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 no. So we talked about that. So I'm like, the shows that are specific to Apple TV Plus, you guys will be able to watch. On the Apple TV itself, it also hosts all the different apps for all the other different providers, which with, you will have to log in specifically to each one. I think they sort of understood that. I thought they did, at least, until I get this text. Your, H- your password for HBO did not work, says the password. And then he goes, is it your ID and email? I go, that's not my password for HBO. I don't have an HBO account. He goes, HBO Max. Do I have to log into Apple TV to get HBO Max? Dude, this, it, this, how much crazier this gets. 
It's absolutely <laughs> I'm insane. excited. Okay. I'm excited about this. Okay, so you're paid. Uh, that's not my password for HBO. Sorry, I don't have an HBO account. HBO Max. Do I have to go to log in to Apple TV to get HBO Max? I said, no, you have to log into HBO Max. He goes, what is ID and password? I go, I don't have an HBO login and password. <laughs> he goes, didn't you give us your account? I said, no, I don't have an account. <laughs> I gave you my Apple TV Plus login, which is a separate streaming service. How do I log into that? That gives me HBO? No, it doesn't give you HBO. It's a separate thing you need to buy. Okay. <laughs> is that not crazy? Is that not crazy? I'm like, these poor people, man. In their defense, it is confusing. I'm like, the, you know. It, what's so confusing about it is that is that Apple TV hosts Netflix and HBO in its own interface. Totally. That is confusing. Yeah. They need to call Apple TV plus something else. Yes. It should be called like ATV. Well, and also HBO went from HBO Go to oh, forget about HBO it. Yeah. Max. Does HBO Go even exist anymore? No, I don't think so. So are there certain shows that you can't even watch on HBO or every HBO show that's ever existed? Like, Tell Me You Love Me, a show that got canceled after a season. It's a good question. And there was a time when you know you couldn't watch mayor of east town on hbo max right i remember that and it was like it's a great show yeah dude that's a great show what a great show <sighs> and can we can we please get another one of those or the undoing totally or some night eight, manager eight episode limited series featuring brilliant dramatic actors uh, I even like the Hulu one with Nicole Kidman, which I don't remember the name. I didn't love that one. No, you don't the like one about much? the like cult in the it woods. It wasn't really a cult, but it was, it was like, like the healing spa thing. place. Yeah, we tried that. We you know what else like, is good? What? So do you not like? Did you watch? Uh, oh my god, this is so sad that I don't remember the name of the show. It was two seasons. It's on Netflix. It was like the craziest show ever. <laughs> I just really described it, dude. <laughs> Unbelievable! It's oh, about oh. Do you know what I'm talking about? With I, like the with the, with the silly dance. The do you remember the Oh, God, I'm such a turkey if you're not remembering no, this. No, I thought you were going to say the one with um, Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman, which was also spectacular. That was on Apple TV Plus. No, no that, that little, was Pretty Little Lies. Pretty, that's bi- pretty Little Liars? No, Big Little Lies. Big Little Lies. On HBO, <laughs> which was special, how good that show was. Dude, I need to like find the name of the show on Netflix because this is preposterous. We just started watching The Crown. Oh, is it good? Yeah, it's really slow at first. It's, it was tough to yeah, get. Yeah, but there. I'm 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 interested in because I love it. Starts it the very we've only watched one episode of season one, and the very first episode of season one is, you know, the basically the coronation of Queen Elizabeth. Oh yeah, right. Um, and it has all of the characters, and it's and it's you know characters who we've seen in different movies and shows over the years. So Winston Churchill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's played by John Voight. And King, the King's Speech King. Yes. Which one is that? King yeah. George. Uh, by the way, the show's called The OA. Oh, is that good? Oh, my God. It's amazing, dude. Oh, good. It's amazing. That's a treat. Definitely still holds up. Sorry. You like that, right? I've never seen it, no. No? Dude, it's no. so good. The OA. It's really good. It's a little supernaturally. So if you're not into that, maybe one of these. No, it's like very sci fi ish. It's good, dude. Okay. Dude, Muggsy jeans. Been Muggsy loving them. Muggsy jeans are the most comfortable jeans on the planet. <laughs> Whether you're riding a donkey or eating a sandwich, other jeans will cut off the blood flow to your feet or make it a misery to sit in your seat. So put on some Muggsy jeans and make yourself happy. They stretch to allow you to hacky the sacky. <laughs> There's more to it, but that's a great. Fucking, can't remember it all. What a good song, dude! Yeah. One of the finest, finer pieces of branded content I've seen. Francis's Muggsy song. This stuff's for real. I'm wearing the sweatshirt right now. It's my favorite crew neck sweatshirt. The pants are amazing. They're amazing. They stretch to fit. They're comfy. Uh, they won't look awkward on you if you have weird legs. Uh, They've got really me. good winter pants. Really, really good, good winter, winter pants, pants nice for the colder months. The corduroys I find are uh, just give you a little bit more warmth than than a normal pant does. And then they have these thermal jeans, these thermal line jeans of varying lengths or uh, warmth, warmths, 
That's a hard word to say, uh, which you should check out at their website. Head to Muggsy.com right now and grab the gift of insanely comfortable style for everyone in your life this year. They're doing everything that they can to make things easy for dudes who want to look great and feel even better. Staples that every guy needs in his closet. Jeans, flannels, jackets, you name it. They make it look incredible and feel even softer than I thought was possible. Seriously. Use code OOPS for 10% off your entire order with free shipping and free returns. That's Muggsy.com, code OOPS. So, dude, I have uh, started a new thing, which has been great. So, I like doing ice, icing, icy water, ice bath. Oh, my God. I do them. So, I do them. I don't. I typically. Icing. Icy. Icy water. Icy boy. Ice bath. The ice boy. <laughs> <laughs> I like an ice boy, dude. Uh, so, the ice. So, I specifically will do it regularly. I intend to, by the way, got to watch the. Uh, Chris Hemsworth show on Nat Geo on Disney Plus. It's fucking amazing. So anyway, it reminded me of it, and I've been having a shoulder problem, so I have been doing ice baths. Now, typically, my hips would always be the problem, so I'd go down to like my waist, and that would be doable. The one that I've been going in is so fucking cold uh, that I'm having trouble going neck down, mm. especially during the winter, so I've now bought gloves and boots. And they help so much. Wow. Because normally I have to put my feet in and then I have to walk to the other side of the area and back and then I submerge half and then I can submerge whole halfway through. But you shouldn't be in ice water longer than like 12 minutes, I think. So I don't have enough upper body time. So I'm like, I need to be more efficient. So I have the gloves and the boots and they're phenomenal. The only problem is that they're a big conversation starter. Uh, so I do this in a public, in a public like cold plunge that doubles as my like little ice bath and it's like freezing. Uh, and people, the, a guy gets in yesterday and just goes, fucking Jack Cousteau over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. Why? Well, I, I don't even know that reference. Is it like a, I don't either, but I was assuming. Was it's he some, a diver? I think maybe. I have no idea. I know it's some literary. Jacques Cousteau. Right? It's some literary. French naval officer, yeah. oceanographer, filmmaker, and author. There you go. Wow. What an old man reference that is. <laughs> I know, bro. What an old man reference. Jacques Cousteau over here. Uh, and I'm like, and of course it was the same type of guy who like dunks his head in the water and goes, ah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Clearly, <laughs> clearly that's the guy who's going to start roasting you about your boots, dude. I'm like, uh, yeah, it just makes it easier. And then he's, I don't know, bro, but everybody was talking to me about so it. So it's your digits that get painful. And I think that that's normal. Cause when you go into like a cryotherapy chamber, like they make you wear gloves and, and uh-huh. boots and socks and shit. Yeah. It's um, funny. I mean, yeah, I've had to ice my ankles before in life and put it in a bucket of ice. And I, in times when I did have a little booty thing to put over my toes, oh, it, it helped so a lot. Better. The other thing that hurts, not to get graphic on the podcast, pee-pee? your penis, your pee-pee. your penis hurts. It doesn't hurt me. No? No. I remember my penis stinging, hurting in ice baths. Interesting. Yeah. So I, so this is the thing, like. I think what no, then of course some other guy I go in the sauna after some guy starts talking to me about it. I noticed you had boots on. What's the what's the deal with that? I'm like, nah. he's like, does that make it so that? And I'm like, it just makes it it takes the sting off. Like it makes it easier to to submerge. You yeah. Know? And he's like, oh yeah. He's like, the longest I could ever been able to go is like three minutes. I think what people don't realize is that once you hit sort of two minutes, you can't really feel it. Anymore. No, you don't. Feel it, it then becomes easy. Uh-huh. So it like seems like a flex, but if you can force yourself to get past that amount of time, this is funny. I'm sitting in the sauna. The guy next to me goes, Julio, right? Some other guy. I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, dude, yeah. Like, I like know the pod. He's like, how's Chicago? He's like, you were just there. I'm like, yeah. Dude, it was so funny to then just be have, sitting there having to sweat. It becomes a game of chicken. Mm. You know, it's either who can keep talking or are we willing to sit here in silence after that's just happened? Because I'm not getting out. I'm no? Do- no, I'm doing 20 minutes minimum. So I'm sitting wow. there and I'm sitting next to this guy and we're talking. And I could t- he's, he's cool. He's, he doesn't want to be annoying. But he's like asking me stuff. And I'm happy to talk about this shit. I love mm-hmm. when people ask me stuff. We're talking, we're talking. And then I think he tapped out. I think he was like, all right, I, don't, I feel like I'm bothering this guy. He was not. He was very chill. And then we did a pound. We touched our sweaty hands together. And I was like, this is sort of an unprecedented wow. moment. Uh, yeah. Right? Isn't yeah. that like how- You don't get a lot of contact in a steam room. And not to mention, like, yeah, dude, it was very bizarre. Like, I mean, it was. I had a great time with this guy. Mm. You know. Wait, uh, wait, did he say, "All right, I'm, I'm done"? He sort of. He like asked me a couple things, and I'm. I tried to like be thorough with my answers so that like we would we could we we would have stamina just in case. 
just in case because I wasn't like I said I wasn't getting out. This was I was like probably eight minutes in. But my question is, did he say I'm done asking you questions and then remain in no, the steam no, no, room? No, no. Uh, he he said no. He made he he said a couple like very self aware things. Yeah, which he had not come close to like being annoying. Not even close. Yeah, but he's like you probably fucking hate talking about it. He did a couple of those. Yeah, being like yeah. I'm sorry if I'm. I'm like, no, dude, this yeah. is great. Like, yeah. this isn't my special time. We're in a, spa- a sauna with like mm-hmm. a bunch of other people. It's mm-hmm. all right. Like, uh, but then I think he maybe. I wonder if he had intended to stay longer. Where are you going for all this? Where is this? Equinox. Oh, they have all that shit. The ice, the 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 cold plunge at Equinox, the one that I go to, is the coldest one I've ever been in. Jesus, it's like as cold as a bathtub filled with ice. Like, and there's a, there's a thermometer. What is it? It can be like like mid forties, dude. Jesus. Wow. It's freezing. Bro, did you see this, man? There was this some guy had drifted out to sea and treaded water for fifteen hours and what? it was like Arctic water. What? And got fished out of by a boat. Why did, why did he he was trying to survive? I just saw it was one of those little weird clips that comes up on my Instagram discover feed. Did he do it to himself? No. Oh, so he was there Jesus. was that story, and then the next day, I read another story about a guy that fell off a Carnival cruise ship <laughs> and treaded water for a long, long time. And the reason that he like fell off was because he kept getting in trouble for vaping in the wrong areas. And then he had he. he was I think he like left and ended up falling and was like pouting or something and fell off the boat. And he was alone, and nobody knew he was there. That's terrible. He was gone for the night. His sister. Reported him the next day missing. Um, oh my god! And they found him, and he's fine. I think so. That yeah. does not teach a good lesson there. It's no, like vape. Like, don't listen to the rules. Fall. You off don't the boat expect the kid who can't stop vaping on a cruise to be able to tread water for fifteen hours. <laughs> also, let him vape, dude. Yeah, you're outside. You know, you just don't. Jesus. Those those two people typically are not the same. Oh my god. Wait, so, yeah, I guess there's, like, winter cruises. Yeah. That's, like, a big thing. Dude, this this is a perfect segue into this other thing. So, remember I told you how, like, my good friends were in Antarctica? Yes. Okay, so on their adventure, on the sister ship that they went down with, two people died. <laughs> yeah, you can Google it. What? Yeah. She told me that, dude, so, they, you know, there'll be, like, this kind of robust dinghy where they'll, like, bring you to, to shore on, and... That capsized, and two of the six people on it drowned oh or something God. and died. It's fucked up. And this what? was like a fancy fucking. Yeah, you pay a lot for those. And yeah, and this was like on the higher end of it, dude. I couldn't. I Jesus. like. Like the mom showed me the like itinerary, and accidentally the price tag was on it, and I like was shocked. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? But anyway, yeah. dude, can you imagine? No. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, buddy, old boy, old pal, oh, my friend, Julio. I I made myself a, not one, not two, but a triple shot iced oat milk latte this morning. Wow. What did you do when you went home, dude? Oh, was it the dog? I was just up late. I've been dealing with Ruby's late night poops, 3 (laughs) a.m. She poops during the witching hour. And you go up to get her and you see ghosts of Christmas past. Is she excited to see you when you get home? Yeah, she she is. Yeah, she starts clawing at her pen. Oh, man. Is there any better feeling in the world? It's nice. It's nice. Really nice. And your kids eventually fucking hate you for periods of time. Dogs never. No, they don't. They truly are man's best friend. Better than children. Uh, and and better than dogs and children, of course, is the Brooklyn Roasting Company <laughs> Oops Beans Blend, which is exactly gift. what I used this morning in my triple shot iced oat milk latte. Give me that extra kick that I needed this morning. I really did need something to get out of bed. The extra kickerino. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say that we have this awesome coffee. We absolutely love it. It's a great stocking stuffer. Totally. That's what I was going to say. Our tin of Oops Beans with our mugs on the cover. Our patented yeah. Oops logo. It's really sick, dude. Tells us a little about uh, the blend, which you know mirrors our personalities on the pod. If you love the pod and you like coffee, go to brooklynroasting.com. Find the Oops Beans. Use promo code Oops Beans, and that'll get you 5% off. Get a couple tins. Give them out to the fam. It's a great gift. Um, but 
drama. It does bring up I've got a new hero fantasy. <laughs> what is it? And it's been it's been really popping into my brain a lot. Okay. This is a big one. So I walk Kojai uh around on on the water in in Brooklyn right where we live. And we're we're on the water. I mean, there's a little bit of a a rock jetty, I guess you might call it, embankment, big 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 boulders mm-hmm. to prevent erosion or whatever, but Theoretically, you could hop from one rock to the next, seven hops, and you'd be in the East River. Got it. So often, there are helicopters banking overhead, going into Manhattan, landing, or whatever. Not long ago, you may recall, there was a story of a helicopter that had passengers that crash-landed in the East River. I don't remember this. It's like young people. Did they die? Yeah, I think so. What? What was it? A was it a blade? No, I think it was a. Uh, it was one of those. I think it was like a tourist helicopter. Fly anon. Yeah. Fly it was like a see the city in a yeah. helicopter. Yeah. That is so, so fucked. Yeah. So, the one that I've been having in my brain, I don't know why they all seem to involve water, but they don't all. Live shooters. Yeah, but the the one of the what the, else is the but what about the family in the in the Dodge Grand Caravan? <laughs> okay. They've gone off the bridge. About, okay. I get to the bridge. I dive in. You swim in through. The swim window. down. Yeah. Get them all out in the right order. Yeah. Swim to the shore. Th- that, is there another water one besides that one though? No, well, I you, think that's okay. that's but that was that's a big one. That's a big one. But the original one was the mall one. Yeah. When you're the in mall the mall shooter. Yeah. And you jump down to the floor yeah. Maybe below. I'd have a water at the you end of that because I'd be thirsty. Guy. Yeah, I flying squirrel off the just just off the balcony in front of the Auntie Ant's pretzel bites. Speaking store. of which, dude, like there's a reason why this is such a thing. Like, has there ever been a scene in a movie where somebody didn't know they could fight and suddenly they're the best fighter and they're like doing all the shit and then they look at their hands? Has that ever been a bad scene? That is the best scene in every single movie. That is the best scene of all time in yeah. every movie. Yeah. yeah. So Jason like, Bourne. Dude, or just like when Spider Man has powers, finally he can stop time and he's like yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It's sick, dude. Yeah. So, okay. This one is, I'm walking Kojai. Maybe it's dusk. Maybe it's morning. I'm walking him. We see a helicopter bank low, and it crashes 30 yards offshore, mm-hmm. 20 yards. I tie Kojai's leash, or maybe I hand him to a <laughs> passerby. I... I was wondering what you were going to do with I got, Kojai. I, got, he's, I can't let him just I'm really bark. That you... <laughs> I'm not going to let him just bark at me. He can't be. He needs to be taken care of. I Kojai. <laughs> yeah. Throw his poop bag away. And then I scramble down the rocks. And I, I don't even hesitate. I'm, I don't hesitate. But I, I do think I take my shoes off. Maybe. Is it easier to swim with shoes on or off? Has to be off. Has to be off, right? Has to be off. Unless you have flippers. Or yeah, it's it's probably easier. <laughs> Nobody's going to have flippers. Walking on the street in flippers. Walking the timing. dog. So I jump down and I get in the water and I get in there and I swim out to the helicopter. Now, now I've, I, I've, maybe I've waited long enough that, you know, what would explode or the rotors have stopped spinning. Things are still. But there are no people. And it's sinking. It's a big hunk of metal. There's no people in the helicopter. No, there are people in oh, the helicopter, oh. but we, you know, nobody has shown the sur- from the surface yet. And so I see the last sort of piece of one of the rotors disappear. This thing's going down, <laughs> and I dive, and I dive in, and I catch it on the way down. I go into you the catch the helicopter. Well, I, oh, it's, you it's like sinking, you, you, you and put I your grab, hand in the window. I grab. Well, I grab. I grab on, so I'm riding it down. Do you have to break the window? Is it one of those? No, I think I think somehow there's, there's like an open part. Okay, yeah, because the there usually is an open part. In the yeah, back where you can look out. There's something open. Okay. Um, but somehow there is also a pocket of air because I get in and I can take a breath okay. and maybe assess. But it's dark. It's dark in there. I mean, it's there's may it's mayhem. We're in an, we're in a helicopter, uh, sinking to the bottom of the East River, where only forty five seconds before I was walking Kojai, <laughs> maybe a minute. So I I'm I'm in there now. I'm taking a look around. Everyone's unconscious, by the way. Some of them have lacerations on their foreheads. 
Jeez. And there's even a woman who has her hair, it's floating in the water, and she's unconscious. Oh, God. And so I, I unbuckle their seatbelts, and I, I open the window or the door, and I push the body out, right? <laughs> and then I, and I make sure all the bodies are free. But they're not going to float to the surface. Mm-hmm. So I had to take them one at a time. But boy, <laughs> to that's where? tough. To the surface. But then once they're on the surface, they'll just stay there? No, once they're on the surface, then I can, you know, uh, try to bring them to shore. Maybe by that point, there's a boat that's come by. Okay. So, but, okay. And so, by the way, at this point, maybe I'm only getting one. I might only save one. Yeah, you might not be able to save them all. I don't know that I can get them all. You know who we're not getting? The pilot. <sighs> We don't. We the pilot always is it's not seems always to die fault. in these things. Yeah, but and dude, like the seven thirty seven max, like that was not the pilot's fault. No, but <laughs> let's put it this specific. way. Let's put it this way. People seem to feel more badly for the passengers than the pilots in aircraft. No, you're right. I, I typically like you're you're making a good point. I don't. I, this is the first time I've ever even thought of the pilot. Me too. Which is fucked up, and I feel guilty about that. But it's there's this thing of like the passengers are completely helpless. Yeah, which isn't to. And I think it's part part of which is because you relate to the passengers. You can feel you you put yourself in their shoes. It's it's that, and I I hate to say it, there may be even some subconscious assigning of blame to the pilot. Uh, I yeah I don't know I had never thought that, but interesting. It's an interesting point. In order for there not to be, we need to hear that there was a mechanical failure. Yeah, yeah we got to wait for the black box. Okay. So yeah, we, I, I don't think I'm. I don't think I don't think. Well, you know, the pilots. All, it's women and children first, too, and maybe it's a wealthy. So how many people are in this helicopter? Probably three, including the pilot. No, three passengers. Okay, so you can only get one person up. So does part of you want to like? Are they just like all unconscious because they are pre-drowning? No, or the helicopter, they, the helicopter landed crash. so badly. Okay. Is That's there a way why. to wake any of them up? I'm just trying to think if there's a way we can like... No, I know. And that's what makes it challenging. <laughs> and and the problem too, the problem too is that if I rescue the little girl... I, the, the sirens are perfect. I know. I was right going to stop you guys, but I'm like, it's kind of perfect. <laughs> yeah. They're coming. They're coming to help, but I was there first. You were there first. The little girl, if I rescue her, she doesn't really understand the enormity of what I've done for her until later in life. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas if I save the mother, she she gets she it immediately, immediately, but she resents the fact that I didn't She's choose mad that you didn't her choose, daughter. Yeah. So that's a tip, a difficult Sophie's choice, and you could probably pick them up both at the same time. I don't dude. know. I've been lifting, but more more pelotoning, and I, I I feel like I don't know if I have the strength right now to do both daughter and mother. <laughs> How if, old's this girl? She's um, young. she's seven. Like... She's seven. She's got a little stuffed animal with her. She's like kind of afraid. You stuffed a stuffed animal in your shirt? Oh, no. That stuffed animal is going down with the pilot. We're never seeing little Binky again. That's for damn sure. But yeah, the daughter is unconscious. The mother's unconscious. I don't know. I don't know if there's a way for me to hook them both. Can I hook them both? I don't know. You're gonna have, you don't have a lot of time to figure it out. I just how deep? Can you see how deep the East River is? Because the question would be... Well, I have no idea the answer to this. 80 feet? It's probably really deep. 108. Oh. All right, so That's I can only get one. Depth. I'm not going back down to get... I can't bring one to the surface. Are you going to get the bends from that, from, 80, from 108 feet? Ooh. Well, I'm assuming <laughs> that we're not riding it to the bottom. We're not settling on the it's sea on the way floor. Down. The I, least deep part is 24 feet. Yeah, so I'm not that far offshore. Can you find out how deep one needs to be when they need to enter a decompression chamber? 30 feet. Dude, by the way... 30 feet? Even yeah. at 24 feet... That helicopter on the bottom of the seafloor, we're not seeing it. I can't see anything. Have you ever? I wonder how long it would take to descend all the way down. One time we were uh, at at a lake house in Ontario, Canada, and my mom was on the dock and she dropped a pair of Maui Jim sunglasses off the dock into the lake. Oh my God. And she knew exactly where she'd dropped them. And. She said, if you can go dive and find these, you know, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> and I spent three days trying, trying to, to find, find them. them because the water was, it was probably 12 feet, which Steep. I mean, I didn't have a fucking oxygen tank. I'm just, 
taking a breath, going down with a mask, clearing my ear pressure, and then fumbling around in the darkness on the silty mud floor of the lake right there. That is scary. There's critters down there and shit, right? For, yeah, for a, for a pair of like plastic sunglasses. Never found them. Lakes are fucked. Are like fucking kind of scary. They swallow dude. shit, yeah. And they also like... There's like bacteria and shit in them. Yeah. So now that I rethink it, I'm I'm wondering if anything I've just said is possible. I'm not so sure. <laughs> Maybe I just get the daughter. I, I think it has to be the daughter. Yeah. Because you know she'll always. People will care more that I saved the daughter. Yeah. There's better press. Definitely. There's better. There's better <laughs> reward. There's better public recognition. Well, dude, I think your hero oh, fantasy God. has to like. It's a fantasy, so you're allowed to envision the best possible outcome. Let's not... What if you save them all? You're an even better hero. No, I need to be realistic. <laughs> I need to be realistic about this. Because if that's... It's so unnecessarily grim. Like, this that's is making where, me sad, dude. That's where, though... But here's why it has to be. <laughs> because if I go down after getting the daughter to the surface and making sure she's, you know, in the hands of someone... Or whatever, or get her. She gets to shore. She's fine. She comes to. She makes it to shore. Someone throws her Kojai's leash from the shore, <laughs> reels nice. her in. And if I go back down for the mom, that's where I could free the mom, but I might die myself. Uh, would you? You save the daughter. Yeah, but now I saved the daughter as we were sinking, and to go back down and try to get one more, mm-hmm. I'm getting greedy yeah. with my own heroism. That's hubris. Yeah. Yeah. And look, let's be honest, guys. I, I, I'm i no hero. But and I say that because... Because you are... This is I all don't wanna, out, of, I, out of self-interest. I'm not going to... Yeah. <laughs> Specifically. I'm not going to give up my life to save that random strange woman in a helicopter. The whole point of this is public recognition. <laughs> Like, this isn't to leave the earth with some legacy, you know? Wow, he was such a kind spirit. He actually saved two random strangers from a helicopter. <laughs> well, he missed them every day. No. Yeah, it's, dude. wow, we didn't know he had the ability to save a little girl. He was such a good swimmer. We knew that. And he just didn't even think. He didn't bat an eye. Got into that cold East River water. Despite the fact that we all know how polluted it is, they swam out and then dove down and saved that little girl, and now she's winning state math ch- championships. But dude, I, but but like, wouldn't you be haunted by the fact that you like couldn't quite save? Yeah, I'll always, I'll always be haunted by it. I'll always. That's my cross to bear, though. Yeah. I should have done more. I should have done more. Oscar Schindler. I could have saved more. Yeah. This gold tooth. This ring. That's two lives. That's two names on the list. Do you know what I'm talking Great about? Great movie. Yeah. Could have saved more. I could have saved more. But you know what? <laughs> they probably shouldn't have been in that rinky-dink helicopter we'll in the first can. place. We'll do what we can. If you guys are looking for a good gift this holiday season uh, to give some of your in-laws or friends or whatever, the Skylight Frame is a wonderful option. Yeah. It's great for technologically inept parents too <laughs> yeah, specifically because you can really run the show for them yeah and that's true and it's also easy so whether or not they're taking ownership of it or whether or not uh you are doing it for them there are options you can be anywhere on earth and upload a photo to the skylight frame so that's a fun way too to be like oh sh- send us pictures from your vacation sweetie yeah send it to their skylight frame yeah so they why don't you look at it. your mantle don't make them put on their reading glasses to look at their phones. It's dude. like a David Blaine trick. Look like, on the mantle. What's it like where you are? Why don't you check your back pocket? <laughs> That's a good impression. <laughs> That's a good Why don't you, do that? Why don't you look over your mantle at your skylight frame? <laughs> Dropping yeah. every Thursday at midnight on the skylight frame, dude. Boom. All my pictures. Um, the skylight frame really is a fun option. It's easy to use. Anybody can use it. Uh, and like we said, your grandmother could figure it out. Um, user-friendly and a nice way to share memories and just to curate a fun, you know, memory generator in the house. Mm -hmm. Why not? That's it. Uh, Now as a special offer, you can get $15 off of your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com, enter code OOPS, that's right, to get $15 off of your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com and enter code OOPS, that's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E. 
com promo code oops go get in there dude i was i was a villain the other night oh uh, a little heel turn you know okay so we we had this whole conversation about sending food back oh, <laughs> oh yes we did oh oh so did we i order a salad and it comes out and i'm eating the salad and it's i'm like feeling particles of dirt as I'm yeah. biting in the salad. You know yeah. when you don't wash lettuce well enough uh-huh. and you get the dirt in it? Uh-huh. And I'm eating it and I'm like, the waitress comes over. I'm like, hey, I've, I'm, I'm not even kidding you. Like, I never, ever do this. But, like, I'm getting crunches when I'm chewing on this lettuce. Like, I think it's dirty. Like, is there a way that I could just get another one? She's like, yeah, no problem. And she goes to the kitchen. She comes back five minutes later with a plate of dirt. And she goes... So see, this is the pepper that we use. And in fact, it's like grainy like this on purpose. Like, So the chef wanted me to come out to just show you that we're going to send you another one, but we wanted you to know that the chef had intended it to be like this. And I was so ashamed. I was like, I sent it back and I just wasn't sophisticated enough. (laughs) I wasn't sophisticated enough to know. That this is how the salad was intended oh to be made. Coarse peppercorn. Wait, were you eating it and you're like, man, this is some spicy dirt. Dude, it just tastes... No, I didn't even... It just tasted the way that dirty salad tastes, where you're like... Yeah, I know that yeah. sensation. It was the same sensation, but I just didn't know... I, they probably, somewhere in the description, said something like coarse peppercorn We use grindings. sand pepper. Yeah, or whatever, dude. And I felt so bad. I was like, oh, wow, I'm an idiot. I am sorry that I wasn't sophisticated enough to know about the way that this salad is supposed to be prepared. Dude, this, this, this has happened to me too, man. And bro, what, like, that's the hill that I choose to die on, bro? <laughs> I've eaten a hockey puck and taken it down and not even fucking said shit. Or they just send me the wrong thing or there's fucking hair all over it. And I just remove the hair and eat it. And then the thing that was Did right. Did you actually I, eat a hockey puck? No, but like just like. <laughs> I thought maybe no. in like a hazing ritual. And I'm like, how long did that take? Oh my God. What did your That's jaw feel years, like? After yeah. A little bit at a time. No, bro. Just like a really overcooked burger or something. You know what I mean? I mean, Ernest Shackleton, the Shackleton's voyage. Famously, they had to eat their boots. Because they were starving, but that's boots, not a hockey puck. Here we go again, dude. Somebody <laughs> just mentioned this voyage to me for the first time this weekend. I'd never heard about it. Uh-huh. This is that phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the most famous survival yeah. voyage in history. Mm-hmm. Uh, of Hillary's, one of Hillary's very good friends takes people on adventure journeys, and he organizes Shackleton's route for people. No way. Where they end up at South Georgia or something, and that was like the final place, wherever. But they do that. That's the th- a package they offer. Some guy that I'd like recently to recreated, yeah. I think, the voyage mm-hmm. using the same equipment that oh, they wow. had Oh, wow. Like then. the teeny little bottom of the boat thing? I mean, dude, you know. Is this common knowledge? You guys know about this shit? I, he did a podcast with somebody. Yes, he did. Whose podcast? Oh, it was Mark, Mark Gagnon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I saw that. Yeah. yeah and he's really like, cool. dude, it's not fun. Yeah. I can't it was Im- hell. Yeah. I can't imagine. He lost. He said he was burning like 20,000 calories a day. Yeah. You know, you can't replace at that point. Oh so you're just getting God. smaller and smaller and dying, basically. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. So. But it could be a fun thing to test my seasickness, <laughs> my training. I want to like. I'm telling you, man, practical body training is yeah. one of the new things I'm interested in. Huh. You should really train for the middle seat. I'm going to. That's the so upright. Funny. Someone mentioned that meditation is going to be important in that. I think Interesting. Right. Also, a, a neck pillow. Yeah. By the way, the only salad, anytime you buy a head of lettuce, yeah. you get that. The there, dirt. You need I, to wash it. I used to, dude, I'm telling you, I used to buy heads of lettuce and I would rip them up and put them in a salad spinner the, and I would. <laughs> Fucking rip that thing. Pull the cord vroom, like I'm starting a lawnmower. Wash it 10 times. Pour the water out. Re-pour water in. Still? I'm telling you, there was no amount of washing that would get it. The only lettuce I have eaten where I do not get crunchy dirt is when you get the triple washed yeah. bags yeah. or t- you know containers of it. Yeah. Damn, bro. And I don't know if they're putting it through some kind of like car wash or what. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but they are power washing that lettuce. They are power washing yeah, the lettuce. There dude. is no dirt on there. That is crazy. Um, damn, bro. Well, I'm sorry. I had a similar thing happen once. Yeah, yeah, tell me. I was a freshman in college. We just finished freshman year. And we went to my buddy's family's place in Hawaii. It was the sickest house ever. And his mom cooked us tuna. And I, it was seared tuna. Uh, and I'd never had seared tuna before. I don't know how. I just had never had it. And up to that point, it had been impressed upon me that if you eat chicken or red meat and the inside is completely red and, yeah. you know, it's hazardous, you, you shouldn't eat it. And I cut into the tuna and she cooked it perfectly, right. seared it. So the inside was basically raw. And, you know, this is sushi grade tuna off the coast of right. Hawaii. Like. It's incredible fish. <laughs> and I were sitting around the table and I looked at my buddy Greg and I went, Is this cooked? Don't eat it. Oh my no, God. I, I did it worse. I tried to co- counsel oh. him not to eat it. <laughs> I was like, Don't eat it. A few minutes go by. I just casually said, Hi, Mrs. So and so. Is there any chance I could just throw mine on the grill a little longer i think mine was a little undercooked oh no i think i said that what did she say or maybe i even said like i like mine a little if i if i'm if i'm lucky i said i like mine mine more cooked she was cool she was like no problem of course and threw it on but her husband was there my buddy's dad and he's like a tasteful guy and he, it just was a complete reveal of my own yeah. ignorance and also the fact that like, yo, it's so embarrassing. in our house, if my wife cooks you something, I don't care if it's poison, you choke that shit down. That was the vibe? Kind of. But did he make a joke? No. Did nobody he made a joke. Did anything about it's seared and it's supposed to be I'm way? sure. You figured it out later? Years later. Oh my God. I don't know when the next, I don't know when it finally dawned on me. That tuna is meant to be seared. We just didn't eat it growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Dude, yeah, I feel I feel for you. There's nothing worse than being certain of something and being so unbelievably wrong. It's so embarrassing. And how much worse is it, too, that it was like a friend's family that had cooked it that I fucked that Yeah, it's up. really bad. And basically, without realizing, you know, insulted what she had done at least you were a kid still dude like technically yeah. in college you still don't know shit i remember years old. i was fighting with somebody as to whether or not long island was a borough of new york city and i was certain that it was <laughs> this is like when i was 18 i don't know why i thought that yeah. it was so and i i like am thinking about it. i'm sure that person doesn't even remember this i don't even know who i was fucking talking to <laughs> <laughs> but i remember it because it was uh yeah embarrassing oh right? man dude i walked out of al gore's an inconvenient truth Oh, God. And became an absolute crusader That's for good, global warming you when still I was are. like, when I was like 19. So I always thought that it was your family that was like that, which is why you're like that. It was because of Al Gore, specific, the movie? No, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what it is. I think at this point I've formulated my own opinions, but I, I, I don't... Back then I would like, if someone littered, I would pick it up. Or, or I'd like, you know, take someone's bottles and right, right, resort right. them in their recycling. Part of that also is because of the, like that project you had as a kid of like cleaning up your guys' property, probably. Probably. probably yeah. That. yeah. Look, I grew up in Maine, man. It was a a clean state and it was beautiful and wild and yeah. You know, you kind of just the world breaks you down. Yeah. Now I live in Brooklyn, dude, and there's like the, the oh man, this place where we walk, Kojai, where I'm going to save that little girl <laughs> in the helicopter someday. We there's it's such a beautiful park and they the city has put so much money into it and they have, you know, these people that come out gardeners who come out in Carhartt overalls and rubber gloves and trim the bushes and clean shit up and they really keep it. And yet you go out there on a Monday morning or a Sunday morning to walk the dog and the people have just thrown like their empty fucking iced tea bottles and white claws and random shit. They've just finished them, thrown them into the bush. And there are receptacles everywhere. There right? are. Yeah. Everywhere. Un- inexcusable. 
they're ev- they just they just say I, this isn't my problem yeah. or the world has been bad to me so fuck the world yeah dude like yeah it but, makes but me for you for so having that. mad dude and i'm sure that there's like part of all that that plays into it but like you know, it sounds as if that documentary was impactful. Yeah, it scared the shit out of me. It's amazing how, like, I'll have... The, I feel like most people have that visceral reaction, like, initially. And then, like, like I'll watch some documentary about how, like, animal... Like, industrial farming is bad for... Industrial farming of animals is, like, bad for the environment, whatever. And, like, I'm so certain I'm never going to eat meat again. And by, like, 6 p.m. the next day, I'm, like, sucking the final morsel of meat off a chicken bone. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like just just does not last. Yeah, uh, dude. Yeah, wow. Uh, swings, so good, uh, dude. So I'm I'm looking forward to spending time with my family for the holidays. It's nice to get this like chunk in. You know what I mean? I was mm. home for Thanksgiving. I would say for the most part recently, like I have am only seeing my parents enough that we don't get into like bicker mode. Oh, nice. Quite. But like this time home, we did a little bit mm. and it was specifically my dad. And like, it's a conflicting thing because like these people have done so much for you and chances are even in this situation they have, but still like there's a way to like be annoyed. For example, we, we get sushi for the family, Japanica, as you guys know, Japanica. And my dad calls me or he, he goes, Hey, would you mind going to pick it up? I'm like, no, I don't mind at all. He goes, okay, cool. He's like, I'm going to call it in and, uh, you go get it. I'm like, okay, cool. So I get there. I arrive. It's like. It's probably 20 minutes away. You know, I'm sitting in the parking lot. I'm getting out of the parking lot to walk in to get it. And I get a text from my brother. Just a heads up. Dad hasn't called yet. I'm like, oh, what? I call him and I'm like, hey, what's up? I was like, did you call in the sushi yet? He's like, no. He's like, oh, are you there? I'm like, yeah. He goes, I didn't think you'd be there already. I'm like, what are you talking about? You, <laughs> you saw me leave. And he goes, okay, well, I didn't call. And I'm like, all right, but you understand why I'm calling you, right? Do you understand why? <laughs> I try to be really calm, calm but assertive, or whatever uh, yeah, the the calm, ruby assertive technique. Energy, yeah. Calm, assertive energy. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, uh, whatever. So I kind of didn't let it escalate, but I get home later, and I don't, I don't intend to say anything. My mom goes, "Your father's scared of you right now. He's afraid." <laughs> I was like, At least he knows that. Yeah, he he knows. And then I felt bad, dude. Yes, and, and that's actually fine that was fine all oh, that's fine isn't right? that an interesting though it, what a what a thing to hear after all the years i know that you have the ability to put your own dad in the doghouse i know i know it made me feel bad i was like oh dude yeah. you don't need to go in there yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you can come out you can come out with us yeah. but dude ine- inevitably like if you're at home and you're using the stuff like people are gonna butt heads on on uh on technique or whatever. So my dad decides, so he enjoys doing yard work. So he's blowing leaves. There's no more leaves to blow. So he then enters the area where the leaves have been put and that's out of the yard and begins blowing them. Where? Where did he further in the direction that he, the the job is completed. And then he goes, Oh, he's so tired. I'm like, dude, you did like, you don't need to be doing all this. Yeah. Then he decides, all right, I'm going to chop a bunch of wood. Can you guys help? Can you guys help? Uh-huh. My shoulder was bothering me, but I'm but like I have this reputation of a person who has an aversion to doing manual labor, which is just a completely incorrect classification. So I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll help. But I began to become annoyed at the fact that there was no reason to be doing this. Right. I was like, there's wood already. Like, yeah. there's look at all this wood. You were preaching to the choir, my friend. But then I'm like, okay, fine. Like, there's extra hands, and he need. It is a long winter. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. granted, we have normal heat in the house, but people like a fire. So right. I'm like, I should be helping. And I think I ended up not helping. And then I was stressed. <laughs> <laughs> and I became stressed about that. And I'm like, oh, does this right. have... You- I got you some hacks for you. I got okay. some hacks for you. I've been there, friend Okay. I've been there. I've been there many, many times. Um, And I've got some hacks, right? So, you know, cooking dinner, big meal, a lot of people... There's often the case where you just, you got to get in there and be like, how can I help? Right? The dishes. And maybe they'll give you, a, no, they'll give you a cucumber to dice or an uh-huh. apple to peel or some carrots to cut up, whatever. Something where you can sit down. And that's nice because other people are really working hard and there can be too many cooks in the kitchen. Yes. But when the meal is over, you need to be the first guy to get up and clear the plates. Mm. There's such a visual recognition. That is a visible job, and you're going to get credit. 
for for <laughs> taking people's plates. True. You're improving their station, True. right? True. Instantly, dirt, dirty bones and dirt salad scraps <laughs> have been taken from dirt their salad. from their their immediate space, and now they can rest their arms. They're more comfortable. You take it to the sink. You clear the whole table, whatever. Someone's probably going to get up with you. Mm-hmm. And you've now started a movement. And then, dude, when when people start coming back to the kitchen to start helping up and figuring out whatever, get going on the the dirtiest pan. Yeah, oh, the God. stickiest. Pan. I don't even know how, dude. I don't even know how to clean that. All right, I so you know, you, 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 dude, you don't even have to clean it. You don't even have just to start fucking scrubbing. You it. don't even have to make progress. As long as you are seen with your sleeves rolled up, digging in with your elbow and your shoulder, maybe you're wincing a little, you know, make noise, you're really scrubbing, hot water going, all that. Eventually, your mom or your dad's going to be like, you got to let that soak. Or, you know what? We're just going to put that one in the washer, in the dishwasher. And, And you've gotten credit for doing for taking on the, the biggest monster. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I would it's like to be It's all about credit. Helpful. It's just I, credit. It's all you need. I'm more helpful sometimes than others. I'm thinking back right now and I'm realizing I was not very helpful this weekend and I'm just fucking bitching. And kind I'm of still, sucks. Guilty about it. Yeah, it sucks not to be helpful. So anyway, okay. I, I had to do some laundry. This is another example. This is a classic example of like a headbutting that doesn't even need to happen. I'm using the washing machine, which I obviously know how to use. It's a fucking washing machine. I use one in my apartment. And my dad's worried that somehow I'm going to break it or something. So he comes over to show me how to use it. And as he's showing me, he's just eating cheese in my face, dude. He's reaching over me to grab the knob and eating cheese in my face. I'm like, dude, are you serious? I'm like, dude, take a hike. I think I said take a hike. And I said, get lost. He goes, oh, and, uh, and then it became this thing. And I, then I felt bad about it later. But bro, so why are you eating cheese in my what face? What kind of cheese is he like eating? Like Parmesan cheese, like the cubes. Which are delicious, but he's eating them, and that's a that's a dense cheese. It's not e- it doesn't go down easy. You got to break it down. Yeah, well, it's also odiferous. What's that? It, it has a smell. It, it's, uh, it's yes, yes, pungent, dude. Yes. What what a what a waft of air to be hit with. I'm like, dude, get out of here. Cheese. <laughs> I, I got it. I got it. I'm good. Dude, I don't relate to people that eat cheese as a snack. I can't. I don't Very get Very Italian, sitting there that. with a knife and a block of cheese and just eating it by yourself. I mean, listen, I'm <laughs> all for when you have when someone sets out some cheeses on a platter and there's some nice multigrain yeah. crackers, maybe a fig jam, and you got a nice big old That's a different glass style. of red wine. I'll 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 have a little of that. I like that blend of taste. But as far as oh, I'm hungry in the afternoon. Yeah. Let me go in the fridge and grab a couple slices of sharp cheddar. You have to slice them what yourself. What the fuck is that Chris, about? Chris, right? Thumb on top of the knife. So oh, good. Cutting. You uh, have a block of Parmesan cheese like this. How does that this. make uh, you cutting it. satisfy your hunger? That is such is a, a, uh. not a food that will make me feel like I can tackle the rest of my day. No, definitely not. But it's delicious. It's the OG move. Bro. I don't like it. That's the real. If you're buying the pre-cubed ones, you're a bitch, dude. You got to cut your own fucking Parmesan cheese. Just don't eat it in your son's face as you explain it, as you mansplain the washing machine. Man. I just I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 frankly, I'm very glad that I have almost an aversion to cheese or that I don't have the taste for it. Mm. I'm really glad because it's just I, another a lot thing of pe- people do, and I just know that... thing that's bad for you. Gr- yeah. Girls usually love it. Girls love cheese. They love cheese, What dude. the hell is that about? They need to chill. Y'all need to chill. Bro. Hey, yo, calm down <laughs> on the cheese. Y'all need to chill. Ladies. Um, okay, dude, oops the, oops the motherfucking pee. O to the pee. O to the pee, oops the podcast. Um, Ryan, what's, pop- what's popping over there? Okay. What's true, Ryan Blue? So, <laughs> let's start off with this. It is easier to swim without shoes than it is with shoes. Solid. Just so you know. Without shoes. It's easier to swim without shoes than with. No shoes. Than with shoes. Than shoes. Okay. The clip that you were referring to of the man that was over (laughs) in the ocean treading water. He was 28 years old. It was in Hawaii. He was found three miles offshore. He was treading for 24 hours, and he was involved in an ocean accident. So nothing more specific yet. Was he cold? Yeah, he had hypothermia, That's what I very thought, dehydrated. I didn't know it was off Hawaii. I thought it was much colder than that. It doesn't actually sound that bad. 
But clearly it was bad. It definitely so. sucks. Yeah. That's bad. Uh, Jesus. The Carnival Cruise vaping guy, he was also 28 years old. He what fell off. The magic number. And he kept getting in trouble for vaping in the non-smoking designated <laughs> areas. Uh, people thought maybe he was drunk and fell over. He was rescued by the Coast Guard. Wow. And, Good for him. And then I sent you guys a text message. Shout I out looked, to our fans in the Coast Guard. Mm. I looked it up, uh, or I looked up, can you eat a hockey puck? And there was this guy, he posted on Reddit. He's being a little silly with it, but it looks like he actually, you know, tried to see if that was possible. So here's the, here's the, the here's French the guy. Remember that guy? The guy who ate a plane? Mange tout. What'd he eat? He ate an airplane. <laughs> That's what I thought you said. <laughs> he ate an airplane. Look him up, bro. Mange tout. What are you talking about? This guy, Mange tout. He'd eat everything. <laughs> and oh and who, who, someone did eat this hockey puck? Wait, who was nibbling at this hockey puck? So, so oh, here, here's the post, and I can't. Yeah, the piece by piece, an air, a man ate an airplane. But this guy said, this guy posted fuselage. Uh, I guess I don't, I'm not really sure. Specifically, a whole airplane. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's on Ripley. It's airplane? on Ripley's. It's on Ripley's. So it's definitely true. But all right, first with the hockey puck. Here's the Reddit thread. Would it mess me up if I ate a hockey puck? Short answer: Yes. I have found a high correlation between puck consumption and terrible, terrible diarrhea and stomach pains. I've made multiple attempts to eat a small sliver a day for various periods of time until I was unable to stand it anymore. The longest was about two weeks in duration. The shortest was two days. Diarrhea and stomach pain every time. And what it, a and stupid here, experiment. Here he gets silly with it. I have not noticed a, t- a statistic. I have not noticed a statistically significant increase in goaltending ability. <laughs> then he shows the picture, and uh, and so that Eat seemed puck. like a. Wait, wait, wait. Some people are under the impression that I'm still eating this thing. I called it quits about a fortnight ago. I'm not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the top, the top response is you fucking goalies. I swear. <laughs> That's good. That's good. This picture. Look, is him being a is absurd. So, all right, I need to spend uh, a little more time reading up on this airplane guy. Yeah, yeah. He ate it piece eat by all, piece. Eat everything. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> the hockey puck? No, don't worry about the plane. Is there anything else that, that you had, Ryan? That... That's it. Okay. That's Excellent, it. guys. Oops, the podcast. Thank you so much. Um, I'm in St. Petersburg, Florida, uh, January 20th. I got a bunch of other dates coming to you. Not Julio.com. Francis, what do you got? I'll be in Philadelphia at Helium on February 1st. Big night. To kick off the Hero We Need tour. And then we're off to Atlanta and Nashville and on and on. Check out my website, FrancisEllis.com, for tickets to all of that. Hope to see you guys there.